your heart, you're cold. You know what? We've been believing for manifestations. I think we just had one right there. Huh? Everybody in here said perfect. Huh? Glory to God. Thanks, guys. Hallelujah. If you need a Bible tonight, we're going to look at them. So if you don't have one and you want one, the ushers have some. How about that? I remembered that. I think that's the first time I've ever remembered to do that. Huh? Thank you, Lord. So if you want to borrow one of ours, the ushers will let you borrow one. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to get in the Word. You know, we really are believing. The fact is, we're praying about it, praying for manifestations of the Holy Spirit. You know, we're believing for miracles. We're believing for people's lives to be changed in every way. Spiritual, physical, you know, uh, a lot of these uh, people that got baptized, you know, they were baptized for, they had specific things, direction from God, and uh, believe God's doing big things in their life, in their houses, in their businesses, in, amen, in their hearts, amen, and uh, we're going to have good things all the time. We're not even, we're not even going to think about the bad things, we're just going to have the good things. Like if you were on the buffet... You'd pass by the bad things, and I ain't going to say what that is. And you would go to the steak and the potatoes and the gravy and the biscuits. And I ain't saying what the bad things are. And we're just going to do the good things here at Faith Life Church. Whatever good things you like off the buffet, God has good things. Amen? Amen. How, how, we've been talking about faith on Friday nights, haven't we? Well, let's continue talking about faith. You know, I was talking to uh, some different people this week. And, you know, in talking, you know, sometimes uh, you guys got, everybody in here got a computer? You ever do anything where every now and then you got to hit the refresh button? Huh? I do that a lot. I not only have to hit the refresh, sometimes I, I've got it so in such a quagmire that i got to shut the whole thing down and start over again. You know? But, you know, We've all heard a lot of faith messages here at Faith Life Church and before Faith Life Church. There's a lot. How many faith people I got in here? You got people that, well, yes, sure you are, because faith pleases God. We want to be faith people. And we've heard a lot of faith messages. And you know what? Sometimes you need a faith refresher. Sometimes I need a faith refresher. Sometimes we forget what we know. But get, you know, when, you're, when your computer needs refreshing, everything that it had in it before it needed refreshing is still in there. Yeah. It just needs a refresh. Yeah. Right? And so we refresh ourselves. We remind ourselves. You don't always have to see something new because everything you already knew was good about God. Yeah. I mean, we'll see some new stuff because He's good. Yes. And He's always showing us new stuff. But... You know, it's like Brother Hagin teaching on Mark 11, which is where we're going to start by, by chance. I mean, he taught on it and taught on it, and there was something new every time he taught on it. Amen? How many know that you didn't get bored listening to, to Brother Hagin teach on Mark 11? Huh? No, because it was different every time. Or it was the same and just as good. Huh? You know, I've had steak. And I like it, and I like it again. <laughs> and I've had double cheeseburgers, and I like them, and I like them again later. Huh? When it's good stuff, you can like it and like it all the time. You don't have to just eat it once. We can eat it all we want, 
And this is the Word of God. And there's good stuff in there. And, and there's reminders for us of, of who we are, of what we have, of how we truly believe. Amen? And how, how, we, we, how we expect to receive the best things from God all the time. And we're never going to take a time where we get down and get our expectors off. Right? Where we quit. It. We want to get to where when we say something, we expect it to happen. But you got to know what you said, huh? Is a good thing. Amen? Amen. Mark 11, verse 22. Remember where they were coming from before verse 22. They were coming from the fig tree. Right? Jesus had spoken to the fig tree. And he had said, you're not going to bear any more fruit ever again. And a day later, they came back and that thing was dead. Right? Now you wonder why that would surprise them because they'd been hanging out with Jesus for a while by now. This is the 11th chapter. They've been at least, what, 9, 10 chapters. They've been hanging out with him now. (laughs) Right? And so it shouldn't surprise them. But everything Jesus did was an example of of what we can do. And that's what Jesus started telling them in Mark 11:22. He wasn't saying, "What, well, you know, I'm Jesus." That's why the fig tree, that's why the fig tree died because I'm Jesus. He he should have just stopped right there if that's what it was all about, right? Because none of them could do it anyway. He could have just said, "Well, I'm Jesus. That's why that happened." But no, he went on and explained that that should be happening all the time. Not necessarily a fig tree, but of anything that we say or do. Amen? And, and in, in Mark eleven twenty two, he says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever... How many whosoever's I got in here? You know, I was looking that up today and I thought, well, I'm, I started picking the whosoever I am because there's some whosoever's in the Bible you don't want to be. Amen. Right? But we're talking about the same whosoever that he talked about in John three sixteen. That's the whosoever I am and that's this whosoever. In fact is... The same faith that he's getting ready to talk about, it took to receive John 3.16. It's the very same faith. You confessed with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and you believed in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. It's the very same faith. Amen? Everybody remember that day when you confessed Jesus is Lord of your life? You did it this way. You did it just the way He's going to describe, by speaking, believing, and receiving. Amen? And, and that's, that's how we receive from God. He said, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart, whosoever shall say and not doubt. Right? It's not just, you can't just say. we got lots of people confessing. You know, we got people that, Oh, by stripes I'm healed, by stripes I'm healed, by stripes I'm healed. You know what? One time in faith. One time. Yeah, how many times did Jesus speak to the fig tree? No man, no man eat fruit of you again forever. No, no man, no man, no man. I told you. And he didn't go by two hours later and it didn't look dead. I, what did I tell you? No man. He walked away. Why? Because he had confidence in the faith that he did it with. In the God that gave him the faith, that gave him the confidence that what he said was going to come to pass. Shall doesn't mean maybe. Do you know that? Shall is not another word for maybe. It's not another word for might be. 
It's another word for must. Amen? But, but there are qualifiers to the must come to pass. There are qualifiers that you've got to say it and without doubt in your heart. And, and, you know, those are things we've got to remember because we just start confessing, confessing, confessing. You know what? It's not, you, you, the confessions are great. Hang them on your mirror. Put them, put, what's God say? Put it before your eyes. Put it in your ears. Hang it around your neck. Write it on your door frames. What are you putting it there for? So you can remind yourself. Remind yourself of how good God is. Remind yourself of the Word He's put in you and the things He's given you. Remind yourself that you're healed by His stripes. Remind yourselves. It's good to remind yourself. Good to confess it. Not good to confess it in fear. That Doubt is fear that He won't do it. Doubt is fear that He won't do it. Because everybody in here would say He could do it. So we're not doubting that He can do it, right? How many people doubt that God can... You know, people that don't even know God don't doubt that He can do things. Man, people don't know, oh, God can do anything. I don't know why He doesn't help me. He can do anything. Hey, people do that all the time. They're not even living for Him. They don't, they don't love Him. They don't serve Him. And they don't know why He won't do anything for them. All they got to do is come in the family. He'll do every. He's already made provision for their life. Amen? Doubt is unbelief. Amen? And unbelief is the opposite of faith. And, and, and when we're doubting, you can't doubt and believe and get results in your heart. I don't care what your head's telling you. Guess what? Your head don't get a say. Right? Right? You're, if your head says, you know, I don't, you say, shut up. People say, who are you talking to? Why are you telling me to shut up? I'm telling me to shut up. Right? Don't, don't give yourself a second to think those... You know, that, that, is that what we think Jesus did, the fig tree? Boy, it doesn't look like it's dying. Well, I don't know. What, what are they going to think of me if we come back by here and that thing's not dead? Maybe I better get an axe tonight and chop that thing up at the roots. And you know, that's what a lot of us would do on our faith projects. We would go fix it. When if we would wait just a little while, it'd be dead forever. And He did it. Amen? If we just wait on Him. But, but waiting on Him requires confidence and faith in what He has said. Amen? If you don't have confidence, you won't wait. If you, if you doubt, you'll pull back and you'll find a way to do it on your own. Which, man, that's a mess. You know, we found a way to have money on our own. Man, we paid that stuff off forever. Man, you'd pay those bills and you'd get the next one and it was higher than the bill you paid. It never went down. 22, 23, whatever the interest rate. I don't want to have money on my own anymore. Right? Right? Doing things on our own. It, that, that's not a word from the Lord and it's not an, an enablement from God. When you do things based on His Word, then you're enabled by Him because it's His Word you're following. Yeah. Amen? So if you speak to the mountain with your faith and your trust in God, you're, you're speaking to the mountain with Him backing you. As small as you think you are, there's somebody bigger than the mountain standing behind you. Amen? And there's nothing bigger than God. Amen? 
He's a good God, and, and, he's, and He's wanting to do good things through us and in us and in our lives. But so many of the times, we're, we're waiting for Him to do something that He's told us to do. Amen? He said, you speak to the mountain and don't doubt. And believe. It's not enough just not to doubt. You've got to believe. In other words, you've got to be proactive. How many know faith is proactive? People that sit around and say, well, you know, whatever God wants will happen. He's a good God. I trust Him. You know what? It'll happen just the way He wants it to. No. No, it won't. If that were true, the world would not be in the mess that it's in. If everything that God wanted to happen happened, the world would be not at all like it is right now. Right? Because God doesn't want any bad stuff to happen. He doesn't even have a bad plan. Like when, you, when, he, when somebody does something wrong, he says, oh, whoa, pull the good plan. Slip the bad plan underneath them. He doesn't have that. You know, people think they do, that he does. They think that if they do something wrong, God automatically pulls out the bad plan for their life. God doesn't change. The plan that he started with is the plan he plans on ending with. He's just waiting to get you back in the plan. Right? It's not him that's out off, off on their own. It's us. Right? And I've done this. I've done this first before without faith. And, and you know what? I figured out it ain't God that's missing it. Right? If you, could, if you start doing a verse and it doesn't work, don't look at God. Right? Don't say, God, I, I did the verse and it didn't work. He's going to say, yes, it did. It worked exactly according to your faith. Amen? Amen? I, don't, I never need to look at God when something doesn't go right. I don't, I don't look at Him and say, God, I prayed. I was in church. I was believing. I, I was in faith. And it didn't happen. You know what? The mere, the mere fact that you're standing there talking to Him tells you you quit. If you didn't quit, you wouldn't be standing there talking to Him. Right? Nobody is talking to God about what He didn't do if they're still in faith. Huh? Yeah, if, if you're talking to God about what He didn't do, you, you forsook your faith a long time ago. Amen? There's, right? You guys with me? You remember when you... Did you guys play Little League? Anybody in here play Little League? Remember when your coach said, let's hear some chatter? Huh? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. Hey, bad, 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 bad. Hey, bad, bad. Huh? This is good stuff. God's going to show us some good stuff. Get excited. Get excited. He's going to remind you of something you already knew, and you're going to get excited all over again. Amen? Because there ain't no reason for you not to have what God wants you to have. Amen? He said, if you'll say to this mountain, be, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and you won't doubt, but you'll believe that those things that you said. Yes, sir. Amen? you got, you got to know that you're more than Dave huh? when, when you're going to believe those things that you said are coming to pass. You're Dave full of the Holy Ghost, filled with, filled with the power of God. 
speaking to that mountain. Amen? You got to be like David when he was chasing down Goliath. He had to know. He, he, he was this much to this much, but in his eyes, he was so much bigger than that giant that that giant didn't have a chance. That's right. And that's how you have to go into things with faith. You have to go into it like they're the ones that don't have a chance. We don't doubt. Doubt gives, gives sickness a chance. It gives poverty a chance. It gives... It gives everything that the devil has a chance. That's what doubt does. It opens the door and says, here, just slip a little in there. Just just in case I don't get it, I want an excuse. Huh? You don't need an excuse. We go into this thing. What it says, the, the spirit of faith, what's it do? It believes, then it speaks. It doesn't speak and then try to believe what it said. Huh? We got a lot of people speaking and speaking and say, I, I just, I got, what, why are you speaking? Are you trying to encourage yourself until you believe? That's why He gave us this Word. Go find a Word from God. Amen. Believe it is a Word from God. Right? Don't just find the Word. Then believe it's a Word from God. And if you'll believe it's a Word from God for you, it now becomes an enabler for you to do what that Word says you can do. Amen? So now you have faith. Now speak what the Word said you can have. Amen? The Word is is an enabling, powerful... It's God. It is everything that He is. When He said in 1 Peter 2.24, By whose stripes ye were healed. If you grab hold of that by faith and you put it inside yourself and sickness comes on you and you say, Oh, no! You don't even have a chance against me because by whose stripes I were healed. Amen? You don't, even got, you don't even get to stay. You get to leave now. And, and our expectation is full because we believed it before we said it. We weren't saying it to get to believe it. When people are saved... They hear the Word of God. What's it say in Romans? It says, it says how will they be saved if they, if they don't hear? They've they got to have a preacher, right? right. Why? They got, why? Because they've got to get faith. Yes. You've got to get faith to receive Jesus Christ as Lord. You don't receive Jesus Christ as Lord, then get faith. Right. You hear the Word and you say, I want that. I want that. And you say, that's what I'm going to have. And then they tell you how to have it. You say, oh, yeah. Yeah, I confess Jesus is Lord. I definitely believe God raised Him from the dead. They just told me that and showed it to me in the Bible. Lord, I want You in my life. What did you do? You confessed what you now believe. Amen? Amen. You believed it before you confessed it. You didn't, oh Lord, please save me. Please save me. Lord, please help me to believe that Jesus was raised to the dead. Help me help. It says in Your Word, Lord. No, it said in His Word, You believed, therefore you have spoken. Amen? And and we speak what we believe. And that's faith. We know that, right? Doesn't it feel better though now? Oh yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Feels good. Faith is such an awesome thing because by faith we receive everything that grace has. Grace is huge. And you know what makes God mad? You know why faith pleases God? 
Because you can now access everything that He has for you because you believe. Amen? Faith's not work. Faith's the key. It, it unlocks the box that has all the stuff that grace bought. Amen? And it's yours. But it is accessed by faith. Glory to God. Faith's a good thing. That's why it pleases God. All daddies are happy when they're able to do good things for their kids. And they're not happy when they're not able to. Right? Miserable fathers are the ones that can't do everything they want to do for their kids. And God doesn't like it when He can't do everything that He wants to do or already, let me rephrase that, already has done for us. When He can't get it to you. Amen? But by faith, we can have it all. Glory to God. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Whatsoever things we say must shall come to pass, and we shall have whatsoever we said. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. And you always got to put in verse 24, because faith works by what? Love. Love. And if you can't forgive, you can't love. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm already at 25. forgot 24. Therefore, I say, and this is what we're talking about, praying. Right? Prayer, prayer of faith. First you're saying, now you're praying. Praying and saying, same thing. You've got to believe what you're praying. you got people praying to believe when they need to believe before they pray. Amen? Amen? You need to believe before you pray. That's what he says right here. Well, therefore I say, what things soever you desire when you pray, what do you desire? What do you desire when you pray? You, you, you find it in the Word. Okay, Lord, I desire... To be healed. You know, sickness has been around my life too long. I desire to be healed. You find scripture. And you believe it's the word of God. It's not just words on a page. It's too easy to read the Bible and look it's words on a page. Those things need to jump off, jump off, go in your ears and your eyes, and find their way to your heart, and they need to tell you who you are. They don't need to just sit there and do nothing. They're powerful and active. This, this, this word here can change your life. And when you find that word, when you find Psalm 107, 20 says He sent His word and He healed you, saved you from all your destructions, then believe that's the word of God. And then believe He wants you to have it. Right? And, he'll, and, and by believing that that's His Word and having faith in that Word, it enables you to receive what the Word says. Amen? And then you speak. It says in His Word that He sent His Word and healed me and saved me. I received that. Thank you, Lord. And, and you, you, now you've spoken what you believe because you have God's Word on it. This is God's Word. This right here is God's Word. Everybody got a Bible? Hold it up. That's God's Word. Whether it's on a phone, whether it's in a tablet, whether it's in a page, it doesn't matter. It's God's Word. And it's powerful to those who believe. Amen? To those who don't believe, it's just another book. Amen? God's helping us already. We ain't even through the first verses yet. Thank you, Lord. When we stand praying, praying is, is a faith venture. Amen?
Praying is a faith venture. Get your faith up. Well, who do you want praying for you? Somebody that's got faith? Right? Or somebody that's trying to get faith? Right? I don't know if God heals them or not, Keith, but let's pray and we'll try it. We'll try it. I saw somebody do this one time. We'll try it. You know what? That ain't going to do you a lot of good. Ain't nobody trying faith. Right? You're not trying it because if you're trying it, you're not in faith. Right? Let's see if it works. If it works, then I'll live by it. No, you'll live by it and see it works. Right? That's the way we do it. Amen? So when we pray, we don't pray in fear. We don't pray because of fear. You get in faith and then you pray. I was talking to Kim the other day because, you know, actually uh, several weeks ago I was talking to Brother Moore about something and he said, he said, you, you don't do anything in fear. Fear of death, fear of anything. He said, you know, if, if you think about this, we're not afraid to die. Right? And if you are, if, if we are, we need to get a bigger revelation of God because we ain't ever going to die. Right? He, he says, if you believe in me, right, you'll never die. So if we, and that's what he was getting at, is if you get rid of your fear of death, you've defeated the devil. He has nothing on you. Right? And, and, and so if you pray out of a fear of death, okay, I'm sick, I'm afraid I'm going to die, I need to pray. No, you need to be unafraid you're going to die first. You need to find faith second, then you need to pray. I was talking to Kim and after I, after I talked to Brother Moore about this, and I said, you know, we've got to start praying differently for Ramsey because she drives everywhere. I mean, we'll say, Ramsey, where are you going this weekend? She's in, I don't even know where she is this weekend. She just gets in her car and goes. Doesn't even think about it. And that's great, but I'm dad. Yeah, and, and I'm still growing. You know, I ain't got it all down yet because my daughter's out there driving on the road and I don't know where she is and I don't know how she's doing and my mind's going, you know, hope nothing happens to her. But that's not why I want her to make it from destination to destination. I want her to live a full life and fulfill the call of God on her life. That's why I pray for protection as she travels, not because I'm afraid she'll have an accident and die. You know, my mom never told me, don't cross the street, you'll get hit by a car and die. My mom never said those kind of things. When, when she gave you advice, she, she told you not to do it for a godly. She said, don't cross the street without looking because wisdom wouldn't let you. <laughs> she'd say something just like that. You know, like if you were going to do something stupid, she'd say, that'll separate you from God. She'd never judge you. She just say, "Well, you know, you can do that, but it'll separate you from God." Then she, and, and she, but, but she wasn't afraid. She never prayed for us or gave us direction out of fear. Amen. She gave us direction on how to fulfill our lives, fulfill the call on our lives, so that we would be here to do so. Amen. Not because she was afraid we might die. I'm not saying she didn't have those thoughts. But she didn't tell you. And so we changed the way we did that with Ramsey when she, when she was a little bitty girl. I never said, watch out, those cars are so much bigger than you, they'll smash you flat if you get in the, in the road. <laughs> no, 
I said, Ram, be wise. Listen inside. Go where you ought to be going. Watch what you're doing. You know, if you're going to cross the road, look. Look. No, not look or you'll get hit by a car and die. Right? 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 Amen? Amen? I don't know how we got off on that. But, but it's true. God doesn't lead us that way. God doesn't tell you that if you don't, if you don't get some Scripture right now, that sickness is going to get on you and die. You're going to die. He says, get some Scripture. I already provided it for you. You don't have to die. You're going to live forever. Plus, dying don't scare you. That's merely relocation for a Christian. Amen? And so if, you, if we get rid of the fear factor, hey, whoa, yeah, get rid of the fear factor, then, then you don't have as much to deal with. Now, now you've got the opportunity to find faith. Amen? Amen? Because you may not have faith in a certain situation, but the Word of God's got something for you. If you, you, you know, people just say, well, I'm going to believe this. No, you need a Scripture. You need a Word from the Lord. You're not enabled until you have a Word from God. Amen? And then not only do you need the Scripture, you've got to believe it. You can't just say you believe it. You've got to believe it. There's thousands of people all over the world asking God why they didn't get something that said they believed it. <laughs> we can say anything. Let's say what we actually believe. And if we don't believe enough... Let's get more in us. He's not keeping it back. He's not keeping away from him. If you don't feel like you've got enough faith to do something, know where your faith is, but you can have more. Right? Some people got faith for a new car. Some people don't. Right? Some people got faith for a used car. Some people ain't got no faith for a car at all. Right? Yes, sir. Find out where your faith is, and if you want to go higher than that, get a word. Get a, God's, not, not, God's not the one holding us back. We're holding us back. Once we get a word and we believe it, now we have something to act on. Until you believe it, you have nothing to act on. Amen? You, you know, because you have people all the time, they'll hear how somebody else got something, and they'll copy it. Well, unless that's a word from God that you have faith in, it ain't going to do any good. Right? right? It's called copying. <laughs> it's not called faith. Now, if you got a word from God, or you like Peter and you saw Jesus do it, and you're full of faith that that can happen again, because Peter, Peter did a lot of things that Jesus did. Why? Because he had faith that what Jesus did, he could do. And he had the word on it because the word did it. Amen? He didn't have to look up a scripture because the Word of God is who did it before him. So he had an enablement to raise people from the dead, to heal people. He was enabled. Amen? Glory to God. I like this sermon. Hmm. Isaiah 12. Verse 25, by the way, in Mark 11. It says, if you have ought against any, forgive. Because if you can't forgive, you can't love. And if you can't love, faith ain't working. No love, no faith. 
Faith works by love. Amen. Amen. So it won't won't do you much good. Well, he even said it. You can, if you got faith that can move mountains, but you don't have love, it won't matter. Amen. Isaiah twelve two says, "Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust. Huh? I will trust. I will believe Him." I will, I will lean on Him. I will grab hold of Him. I'll believe His Word. I'll believe what He says. I'll believe what He did. I'll believe His report. I'll believe Him. I'll trust. Trust. That means wholly relying on Him. Grabbing hold with no intention of letting go because He is the answer. Somebody who trusts God is fully convinced that's the answer. That's God. That is everything I'll ever need, more than I'll ever want, and this is where I'm staying. That's that's people who trust God. People who trust Him sometimes trust Him until it doesn't work out the way they thought it was going to work out. And if they'd have just waited a little while longer, it would have worked out the way they thought it was going to, if they'd have stayed and trusted Him. Because the other option is to be afraid. But this, guy, this, this writer says, I'll trust, I'll, I'll, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. How many know that's the same thing that we just read in Mark 11, 20, 22, 23, 24? I'll believe and I won't doubt. Afraid is doubt. Afraid, afraid doesn't know if it'll happen or not. Right? Afraid. <laughs> Afraid, in fact, is afraid's more certain that it won't. I'm afraid it won't happen for me. Yes, you are. You are afraid. But if you'll trust God and choose not to be afraid, right? It, it, you, you, you're going you're gonna to have an opportunity to be afraid. Every person on the face of the earth has the opportunity and the choice to be afraid or trust God. It's not only did this writer say, I'll, not, I'll trust God and I won't be afraid. You know what? People who trust God aren't afraid. Hey, batter, batter. Huh? Huh? That's right. People who trust God are not afraid. If you're afraid, you're not trusting God. Right? It, you know what? How do I know these things? By experiencing Him for myself. When I'm afraid, I have never trusted God. When I choose not to be afraid and hold on to what He said, what He told me, what the Word says about the situation, what God does in my life. When I choose to hold on to Him and trust Him no matter what, I don't care how hard the storm's blowing, close your eyes and hold on to Him. When you open them, you'll be okay. Amen? If you'll close your eyes and hold on to Jesus. Amen? That's, that's our God. That, that's what He says. He says, Behold, God is my salvation. What's He saying? God's my everything. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's my deliverer. He is my salvation. That word encompasses everything that God is. Amen? When we received salvation, we received everything God could ever do for us. And you grab it out with big old hands of faith. Amen? Glory to God. 
He said, he said, He's my salvation. I'll trust Him and I won't be afraid for the Lord Jehovah. He goes a little further and, and they capitalize Jehovah. Why? Because Probably because just like a text. He's saying it that loud. Right? Isn't that when you're texting and you capitalize it, you're yelling? Huh? It's a good thing my daughter doesn't believe that because I, sometimes I just get it stuck in caps and just type the whole thing out. Huh? Jehovah is my strength and my song. What's he saying? He's everything to me. I'm not looking for another way. We got to get rid of plan B. I'm not saying stuff it in a drawer for, for a rainy day. <laughs> don't stuff plan B in a drawer in case God don't come through. If that's what you think, you better go to plan B. Because you're not in faith. Amen? We need to take plan B and throw it away. We need to shred it in the credit card shredder. <laughs> How do I know a credit card's plan B? Because it was plan A, B, C, D, and all the rest of the alphabet for me. Amen? And it's not a good way to go. There's better ways to do it, and that ain't it. Faith, confidence in this, and that's what he's doing. He's, he's speaking his confidence in who God is to him. He's his strength. He's his song. He's also become my salvation. Glory to God. This is, this is believe and not doubt. This, this, is, this is Mark 11, 23, 24, all over again in Psalms. So it, it was said before Mark wrote it. Because he said, I'll trust in the Lord and not be afraid. That's believe and not doubt. I'll believe and I'll not doubt. I'll hang on to God. I'll trust His Word. I'll take His Word over anything else you could give me ever. And I'm coming out on top. Amen? People who do that always receive victory. Why? Because it was already there. He's not whipping up a new batch of victory for us. He already gave you victory. He's just trying to get you to get it. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, this is all right. Psalm 27. Well, what it's doing is it's stirring up. Remember, God didn't say stir up the gifts that are within you, fan the flames, just because He wanted to talk that day. That's right. You know I mean? <laughs> Our daughter called last night, and we were trying to talk to her. We couldn't. She's, man, I never heard somebody talk that fast in all my life. You know what? We just sat and listened. Like, oh, hmm, yeah. I still don't know what she said. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure, don't you think God's that way sometimes? I was trying to tell them something, but they just talked and talked and talked. <laughs> I wasn't trying to tell her any something. I was enjoying listening to her, actually. Amen? Sometimes God enjoys listening to us when we're speaking faith. When we're speaking doubt, He's like, oh, you need to quit that. Stop that. You, you know what? God's sitting there, oh, Nick's nay, no. Mm, stop now. Huh? What is it in... Uh, danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah, stop that. Yeah. Yeah, get those words out your mouth. Get these words in your mouth after they've hit your heart. 
You know, that too many people are putting them in their mouth and not letting them get to their heart and bring them back up out their mouth. You don't want it to go like this. You want it to go like this. Too many get them in their head and then speak them before they get them in their heart. Amen? You hear what I'm saying? It's not enough to have it here. You've got to have it here. Where, where believing comes from is here. Not here. Believing. Everything that God does, He does in and through your heart. Amen? He doesn't do anything through your head. In fact, is the only thing He wants to do to your head is renew it. Because He said, man, that thing's thinking wrong all the time. All the time, that head's trying to lead people off my path. Because of what they see, what they feel, what they taste, what they touch. He's not moved by any of that. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Where did I say go? Psalm 27? Uh, look at it in the NIV in verse 13. Because confidence, that confidence is what you need after you already have something. You need confidence to use it. Right? Right? Like if, if you didn't have confidence to cook, it wouldn't matter how many ovens you had. Right? Confidence is what you need to use what God's given you. He's enabled you. Have confidence that that word's true. And, and you say things just... This, this is a declaration that you could say every morning. Every morning. You could wake up and say, I'm still confident of this thing. I will see the goodness of God in the here and now. I'm not waiting till I die to go to heaven. I know it's going to be great there, but I'm going to have some of that for me now in this land. Declare those things. Why, why can he be confident in that? Because he believes God. You can't be confident in something you don't believe. Confidence in something you don't believe is false confidence. Right? It, it, you know that old game they used to play, fall back and I'll catch you? If you don't have confidence, I wouldn't fall. <laughs> right? I don't want to fall and learn to get confidence because, he, because they caught me. I want to have confidence that they're going to catch me before I fall. That's what we got to have in God. Have confidence that He's going to catch you before you fall. Not, don't, don't try to build up your confidence by falling. And hoping maybe he might catch you. Know in your heart that he's God and he's for you and he'll never forsake you and he's going to catch you. And when you got that deep in your heart and you say, I can do this because he'll catch me, then fall. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Go to James 1. One five. One five. I'm having fun. I enjoy the Word of God. You know, sometimes we forget that we enjoy the Word of God. You know, we should never forget that. The, the devil wants you to forget. He wants you to think that you like the TV more than the Word of God. That you like doing other things. But you know what? If you'll get in the Word of God, you'll find out. There ain't nothing you like more than the Word of God because then you can enjoy those other things so much more. Amen? Thank you, Lord. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, what do you do? 
Ask God. And, and then he gives you a qualifier. He says, ask God who gives to all men. This should build your faith right here. This is God saying, if you ask me, I do this for everyone. I've never not done this for somebody who asked me in faith. In other words, if you ask me, not only do I give it, I give it big. Right? I mean, that's, that, that should build your faith right there. You wouldn't even think we would need the next verse. But somehow or another, we do. Because we still ask not in faith. We ask not fully persuaded that He'll do what He said we, He would do when we ask Him. You've got to be fully persuaded that God will do exactly what God said He will do every time, all the time, without delay, everything He said He would do, He will do. Amen? If He said, say to the mountain, be thou removed, and, and then you can do that. If you believe you can do that, you can do that. And you, you don't have to say it five times unless He tells you to say it five times. Amen? But He said, ask because I do this. This is what I do. You want wisdom? Ask me. I'll give you wisdom. But we have to believe that this is the Word of God. This isn't just something on a page. When God penned this through James, through the Holy Spirit, through James, He was talking to us, and He said, if you lack wisdom, ask me. Ask me for it. I give it to everybody who asks. Just ask. You can now believe that you're going to get it. Now it's time to pray. Amen? You, you don't, if you're trying it, say, well, I don't know if that's right or not. Let's try it. You're not going to get it. And you know what? One thing that Brother Moore said to me when I first started teaching prayer, he said, unanswered prayer hurts faith. Amen. Don't pray prayers that you know you're not in faith for. I know some people don't like that because it messes with our tradition. Yeah. Tradition says you should just pray immediately when something's going on, pray. You need to find word. Yes. Find something to back that prayer, to, to undergird that prayer, to put faith in that prayer so that that prayer works. Amen? I don't want to just pray. I don't want to just lay hands on the sick. I want them to recover. Amen? Amen? And it says the people that do that believe. It doesn't say they'll believe after they see somebody recover. It says believers will lay hands on the sick. What a, believers means you already are believing. Amen. Right? I don't want to want to be a believer. Are you a believer? Because you're going to lay hands on me. Well, I want to be one. I don't want one that slept in a Holiday Inn Express. Right? You guys remember that commercial? I'm not a doctor, but I slept in a holiday. Yeah. Right? You know, I don't want an almost doctor. Right? I don't want an almost anything. I want to know that when you pray for me or I pray for you, I'm in faith that you're going to be different when I'm done praying than you were before I started. These are, these are faith reminders. God's refreshing our faith. He's pressing the refresh button on our faith right now. Amen? He's saying, you just got stuck on this. You knew it. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let him ask in faith 
James, where were we? 1.6? Let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. How, how much can be wavering? Nothing. You know, a lot of people say, I don't know if I can do that. You know what? You get the Word of God in your heart, you will be convinced. Amen. You will be confident. Yeah. There are things that you know, that you know, that you know, that you cannot be talked out of. Every word that He's spoken about us is true that way. If we'll get it in our heart and believe it, then believe He said it, and it is for us, and we get it in our heart, then we will begin to have all these things. Why? Because we'll have faith to have them. Amen? And, and, And He didn't say, I'll withhold them from you. Right? You got, we've been reading about Solomon, right? And we read today how he got off, off track, right? right? Now, was there a scripture in there how he lost all his riches? No. Sure wasn't. Say law. Law. <laughs> Glory to God. <sighs> Let it, <laughs> how, how, how much can we waver? How much can we waver? You can't waver because if you waver off the Word of God, you've got to step on to something else. And you don't want to step on to something else. You want to stand on that solid rock that is His Word that has never, ever failed. If you stand on something that cannot fail, what are you going to do? Succeed. You're getting ready to succeed because you're standing on something that it's not a possibility for it to, to fail. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Boy, he's doing good. He's, he's treating us right, isn't he? He's treating us right. Let's look at uh, let's look at a couple of examples. How about that? Go to Matthew 9. We've got, we got to be confident in what we believe. Well, we don't want to be uh, mamby-pamby. Right? You know, mamby-pamby Christians, they believe today. They, they, you know, that may not be God's will. It's in the Bible. Well, still, you don't know if it's His will for today. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. If it's in the Bible, let's have it. Amen? Amen? Let's not be talked out of it by experience or lack of experience. Right? Let's not be talked out of the goodness of God, the things that He wants us to have, our confidence in who He is. Don't, don't, don't walk out of here and say, man, that God is so good. And you get a phone call with bad news. Oh, I thought He was good. No, He's still good. Amen? Amen. We need to know He's good. You don't want to wait till the problem comes to find out He's good. You want to walk in with His goodness. Amen? It's not time to, to get your verses in the middle of the fire. Huh? Like you're, you're, in, you're on the roof and the, and the whole building's engulfed and you're saying, throw me a garden hose. It's too late. It's too late. Don't wait till the building is burning down. Get our faith now. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 9, 20. Woman with the issue of blood. She was confident. Mrs. Moore talked about her last week. She was confident. She had a word. She had a word. She believed that if she touched the hem of his garment, that she'd be made whole. And she was saying within herself, out of her heart, was coming. If I just touch the hem of his garment. Now what if she'd have touched his hair? It wouldn't have worked. It would not have worked. She had to touch but his garment. 
She had a word. People say, well, you think God's that rigid? God's not that rigid. Faith is that way. She had a word. If, 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 the, if her word would have been touch his hair, she'd have touched his hair. It's not about being rigid. It's about giving you a word. It's like Jody said. It's direction. It's supernatural direction. He get, she got supernatural direction to touch his garment. And if she would do that, she'd be made whole. And she not only, she not only got the direction, she believed it so much that she pressed through the crowd. This was a crowd. And she, she believed she wasn't in any doubt. There was no doubt. There was no wavering. There was no plan B. She'd used up all the plan Bs. Unfortunately, that's what we do most of the time. Use up all the plan Bs before we go to God. She'd, she'd seen many physicians and was broke because she'd paid them all. Right? And then she got hold of this. If all but touched the hem of His garment. If all but touched that hem. And she touched the garment. And she did exactly what her faith told her to do. The faith God gave her. Amen? Amen. And because she did it, how do we know that it was, according to, it was her faith? Because Jesus said, He said, according to your faith. Yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's done unto you according to what you believed. What you spoke out of your heart is come to pass. Yeah. What's that? That's mountain moving faith. Yeah. Amen? She spoke, she believed, she didn't doubt, and she got. Amen? She had already received it before she touched His garment. Touching the garment was merely an act of the faith she was given, and immediately she got what her faith believed. Amen? She already believed it. She wasn't touching His garment to try and get faith. She already had faith to touch His garment. And faith drew on the power of God. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus felt it. It was such a strong faith that He felt it. Glory to God. And let her testify. Look at Daniel 3. There's... They're speaking in the Old Testament. They're speaking in the New Testament. God has always been and always will be a faith God. He he didn't write in Hebrews that it's impossible to please me without this and then do away with it. Amen. If it's impossible to please Him, I'm going to be like Peter. When when he said, I got to wash your feet. He said, no, I don't wash my feet. He said, if if I don't wash your feet, you got no part. And he said, wash it off head to toe. That's how I'm going to be with faith. If I can't please you unless I have faith, I want all the faith I can get. Amen? That's the way. If you didn't get faith for any other reason, because it makes God smile. Glory to God. How many people like to wake up every day and know you're going to make God smile? It's got to be that real. You know, we're about to read about the, the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what? People read that and they say, that never happened. Or, or even Christians read it like it's a story. It really happened. This really happened. They really went into a fire. They really didn't get burned. It really happened. And unless you believe this, 
you can't believe any of the rest of the Bible. You can't pick and choose what you want to believe. It's either true or it's not. He either healed you or He didn't. Amen? He'll provide for you or He won't. Which one do you believe? He's a good God. And He put this stuff in here for us to believe. Start at verse 16. Or 15 maybe. 315. Let's try that. Thank you, Lord. Daniel 315. Thank you, Lord. This is Nebuchadnezzar. He's talking to him, And they wouldn't bow to that big image. You guys know the story, right? They wouldn't bow to the big image. And he said, you know what? If you're ready to do it now, okay. He said, when these things all start happening, if you'll do it, that's great. But if you don't do it, this, this is where Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar messed up. He said, if you won't, won't do it, who is that God? <laughs> you don't talk to a faith person and tell them who is that God. He's talking to three faith gentlemen right now. They're full of the faith of God. And they say, and he's saying, who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? He makes you look and your statue like nothing. If he just blows a little bit, that statue will melt. They're believing in a great big God that loves them. Not just a God, a God that loves them. People that don't believe there's a God that loves them forego much faith. Because if you don't believe He loves you, you'll let the devil steal it out of condemnation and guilt. Now, don't let him do that, right? So they said, what, what God will save you? Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, <laughs> they're already fired up now because he's talking about what God, what, what do you mean what God will save us? They're getting cocky now. Well, it's cocky. Faith is not arrogant. It knows who it is. When, the, when sickness comes to your door, it's not time to think about whether or not it, God can take care of it or not. It's time to know. You don't want to wait until you're in the fire to wonder if He'll deliver you. Amen? What are we doing waiting? Find out who He is now. Grab hold of the Word now. Get hold of what He's done for you now. Believe this is His Word. Believe this happened. This, this happened right here. Just the way it's written, it happened just this way. No matter how much religion has messed it up, no matter what else has happened, no matter how many little book stories, books they made out of it, it's not a story. It's an event. It should be in the newspaper, not in a storybook. You know what? Yeah. It'd be in... What, what, city, what, what city was that? Anybody know? Babylon? Yeah. It'd be in the Babylonian Express. Right? Today, three Hebrew children were thrown into the fire and they came out with not a hair on their head singed. And people watching that news would say, that never happened. And there's still people today saying that never happened. It happened. Everything that's everything he wrote, it happened. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they answered and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, we're not even careful how to answer you. We don't even have to think about this, King. That's what they're saying. We don't, we don't even have to think. Why don't they have to think about it? Because they already have faith in their heart. You don't have to think when you've got faith in your heart. You don't have to decide whether what the doctor said is greater than what God says when you already have faith in what God says. Amen? 
Because we're believing in what God says. And God, and they said, well, I, we don't even have to think about this. We're not even careful to answer you. If, if you throw us in the fiery furnace, guess what? If you throw us in there, our God, and get the next sentence because a lot of people forget this part, in whom we serve. Got too many people ain't serving God, but all of a sudden they're His God. They're, when trouble comes, that's my God. <laughs> well, I'm glad that He's your God, but He needs to be the God whom you serve. In other words, who you serve is really your God. What you serve is really your God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they wanted him to know that God was who they served. This was really their God, and He really was going to save them out of the fire. And even if He didn't throw them in the fire, a lot of people think, well, they said, well, if He... If you throw us in the fire, we still won't bow down. If you, if you throw us in the fire and you don't make it, you ain't going to bow down. You're going to burn. That doesn't even make sense how they could have pulled that in that verse. Let me just put it in today's English, okay? How about, how about Dave's hillbilly? Whatever you want. <laughs> King, our God who we serve is more than able, and He will deliver us out of the fire if you throw us in. And if you do not throw us in, know this, O King, your statue will never be bowed to by us. So you might as well throw us in. That's what they're saying. You might as well throw us in because that statue will never see our knees. Glory to God. That's right. Hey, batter, batter. That's good stuff right there. Little chatter, little chatter in the infield, little chatter in the infield. Huh? Glory to God. They were in faith and they began to speak what they believed. They weren't speaking to believe, they were speaking what they believed. They already had faith before the fire ever got, and then the king said, I'm going to make it seven times hotter. And that's what the devil does. He says, I'll get him to let go of that. I'll make it seven times hotter. He always throws a fit right before you beat him up. He's going like this. Can't you see how big I am? And you're looking at him through God's eyes. You're like, you're a pea. You're a pipsqueak. And not only that, you're defeated. Why? Because you're already in faith. When you're in faith, you see the devil for who he is and you see God for who he truly is. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And Nebuchadnezzar, full of fury, you know, you know the story. He said, I'm going to heat this thing up seven times hotter. He, he heated it up so hot he killed his own people. Huh? Threw them in? What happened? Exactly what they said. Our God, whom we serve, is now delivering us. Huh? And it was a witness to the whole nation because after they came out, they came out of there and the people gathered around them and said, they don't smell like smoke. <laughs> That's right. Their hair's not sent. Their eyebrows are... St- they killed the guys throwing them in. And they look like they just came out of the spa. <laughs> Didn't even change their tan. Why? Because they believed it and they spoke it and they received it. They received deliverance before they were thrown in, not after they were in the fire. 
That's how the things of God are. Receive your healing. Receive your provision. Receive your peace. Receive your joy. Receive the things of God now. Don't wait till you got to have them. Amen? Be like me doing yard work. I got to go get stuff just to do it because I ain't received any. I'm not looking to either, so don't let me receive any. It's too late for me. They received God's deliverance and they spoke it. If something's trying to go on in your life that's not God, I don't care if He's attacking your family, if He's attacking your kids, if He's attacking your health, if He's attacking, if He's, if he's bearing down, telling you how hot He's going to make it, get in this Word and believe it. Believe that what He did for these three, He'll do for you. Believe He'll do it. Not because He did it for these three, because He loves you. Not because of their experience, because He loves you. Don't believe it for any other reason than it's God's Word. It's truth. And if you believe it because it's God's Word, then you're now enabled to speak the same way they spoke. Glory to God. You'll speak deliverance before, before you needed deliverance. How many know they didn't need deliverance once they were in the fire because they were already been delivered before they were thrown in? Right? The only thing the fire took was their ropes. You know, they went in tied up like this, and they walked out like this. And they're like, man, that is a sorry sauna. I did not even break a sweat in there. You probably came out and said, King, we told you how big our God was before you put us in. Now you see how big He is. That's how we should come out of every battle. Every battle. Sickness, we told you how big our God was before you ever attacked. You, you had no chance. And we told you that. You know what? Poverty, you had no chance against us. Turmoil. Family issues. You have no chance against us because our God reigns. He's a good God with a good plan. He's a big God doing big things. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Look at 1 John. Well, I don't know how many of these notes we got, but these, I'd preach this again. It makes me happy. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Where did I say go, 1 John? 1 John. Still go there. I'll read another verse to you while you're going. Proverbs 3, 25 and 26. It says in 25, it says, Be not afraid, Proverbs 3, 25, Be not afraid of sudden, sudden fear. In other words, be in faith before fear gets there. Huh? When, when something happens suddenly, that's not time to build your faith. That's time to hope your faith was built. Right? It's kind of like the guy that built his house on the sand. It was too late to put rock under it. It was gone. Why? Because sudden fear came on him. And he had no defense. And what's he saying? Don't be afraid of sudden fear. He said, Neither the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord shall be your confidence, your trust, 
your go-to, your standby, your everything, the one you're holding on to that you're not going to let go of, you refuse to let go. Why? Because He's a good God. I don't need another one. You'll be like, uh, the, what is it, John 6, where everybody went away and Jesus looked at the other. And he said, you're going to go away too? And they said, no way. We don't know what you just said, but we know you got it and we're hanging on. That's what they said. They said, no way are we leaving. You got the words of life. They didn't understand anything that was just said either. But they knew who they served. And they already had faith that He was the Christ. And they weren't going nowhere. That's how we got to be. When the, when the devil tries to talk us out of our healing, out of our, out of our godly rights to be just have good stuff, just have good things going on in our life. We should stand up and say, you know what? I'm confident of this. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. The here and now, I'll see it today, I'll see it tomorrow, I'll see it every day, and I'm going to stuff it down your throat, devil, because He's a good God. And I'm going to tell everybody that God did it. I'm going to let everyone know that it was my good God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't walk out poking their chest out like they'd done something. They said, look what our God has done. He's done everything He said He would do and more, and He will always do what He says He'll do. We count on it every day. Amen? That's confidence in the Word of God. That's confidence in God. Never separate God from His Word, because that's where your confidence is. 1 John 5. Maybe we're closing. 1 John 5 says, And this is the confidence. This is the confidence that we have in Him. This, 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 you're getting ready to pray. You're starting to read these verses, it's time to pray. And, this, and, and don't pray without confidence in Him. Right? You're not praying to build your confidence in Him. If you're going to do that, go pray in the Holy Ghost. Build, your, build up your most holy faith by praying in the Spirit, keeping yourself in the love of God, and then go pray. Get ready to pray by praying, and then pray. Right? Because this, this, this is when it, you're going to the asking part. And when you're going to the asking part, lack of confidence is not the way to go. Do you know that the word substance in faith is the substance of things hoped for? That, another word for that is confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Same thing. Same word. And, and you know, those words, they're, they're bold words. Bold people, that, that people who know who they are in Him, that have this confidence, they're the ones that go boldly before the throne of grace. Huh? Why? Because they're already in faith of who He is and how much He loves them before they get there. Thank you, Lord. And they're not asking, they're like Ramsey. They're not asking, hoping they might get something. They're asking, knowing it's getting ready to happen. Right? She has never asked for something from me that she didn't expect to get. And I'm not sure if she ever asked for anything she never got. Hmm. Good for her. She's more abundant. I like it. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. What is the confidence? That if we ask anything according to His will. Where do you find God's will at? Oh, in the book. 
You reckon that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were wondering if it was His will for them to burn up or be delivered? They weren't wondering. They knew before they went in the fire, it was His will for deliverance. Amen? What's He saying? How can you ask according to His will if you don't know His will? Because you got people doing this wrong all the time and say, Lord, if it be Your will. That's not what He's saying. He's saying, go find My will believe my will, then ask. Right? If you don't know the will of God, it's right there. He, he wants you to come through the fire and not smell like smoke. That's His will. He wants you to have so much provision that you can't fit it all in your storehouses. He wants you to be so healthy that sickness is scared of you. Huh? He wants, he wants people to walk around saying, why are those people so well taken care of? Because we serve the God whom we serve. He is God. And He's able to deliver us from famine, from flood, from sickness, from poverty, from disease, from whatever you got, devil. He's already delivered me. So hit me with your best shot because it ain't going nowhere. You're losing. In fact, is I'm not even going to let you hit me. I'm so, I am so stirred up about God, you can't even be in the fight anymore. I'm beating you up before you get here. That, when you get a hold of the Word of God, that's what you've done. You have effectively stopped Him from doing anything against you. When, when, that's what Brother Moore said about, about the fear of death. When you get rid of the fear of death, He has nothing else. He, he, he has nothing else to hit you with. You have now defeated the only thing. Because, I mean, it is true what he says. He said, well, well, you're, well, you're not afraid of flying. You're afraid of dying. Right? right? You're, afraid that you're afraid the plane's going to wreck and you're going to die. Right. It's not flying you're afraid of. The end result of everything we fear, we fear because the end of it is death. We don't fear death. First of all, we ain't going to die. Right. You know, I had somebody tell me the other day, so you're getting old. I said, what's, what's 52 years in the span of eternity? In the, span, in the span of eternity, 52 years ain't nothing. Huh? When I'm a billion, they'll say, man, you're getting old. i still got billions of years to go. And after that, another billion. <laughs> and this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, we know He hears us. Why does He hear us? Because we're asking in faith. Nothing wavering. Why? Because the person that wavering, God can't hear that. Why? Because he's here. That's why he said, don't, don't, don't think that person's going to receive anything from me. He can't hear because you ain't speaking faith. He couldn't understand what you're saying. If you could hear it, it's gibberish because there's not faith. He hears faith. Amen? That, that, that's, what, that's what he's waiting to hear. He's waiting to hear faith words. And when he hears faith words, he knows that you've been in his word. He knows that you believed His Word and now you're speaking. Now you're praying and you're asking for things according to what you know He wants. Amen? Not just for you, but for others. If you're praying for somebody, do you want somebody praying for you that says, well, I think God, this may be His will. Let's try that. If you're just trying it, it ain't going to work. Right? (laughs) Right? Trying stuff don't make it good. I tried Brussels sprouts recently. <laughs> I did. Dwayne, he's not here tonight, talked me into eating a Brussels sprout. He said, he said, they're good. 
I didn't believe him. I tried them, but I didn't believe him, so they weren't good. That, that has not, not become part of my diet now. But man, do I feel healthy from that half a Brussels sprout. Whew! I'm feeling good right now and strong. <laughs> Trying something don't make it good. Somebody telling you it's good, unless they're God, don't make it good. <laughs> Glory to God. They, could, they should just say it's good for you. Don't say it's good. You're lying against the truth. <laughs> we better go back to here. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. This is faith. You have to have faith that you've asked, that you, you got it, you know it's His will, so now you have faith that He hears you. Right? Too many people believe that they're praying and then they're, they're wondering if God heard their prayer. If you're wondering if God heard your prayer, then you didn't get enough of His will before you prayed. Amen? Go back and get some more will. Right? God's will is that you be healed all the time. And if somebody tells you that's not true, then they're wrong. Because they're speaking against what the Bible says. Now, we may not understand everything that happened in a situation. We may not know everything that happened in a situation. But God's will is plain. And to say anything else is to change it. He didn't say, go out and make my will work for what your experience is and then pray. He didn't say, pray, Lord, if it be your will, heal them. Because if you, if you prayed that, you can't be in faith because you're asking if it's His will. Right? He's saying, if you have confidence that, you've, that, you, that, that, that this is His will, you've put it in your, in your heart and it's now faith. And so now you know that what you're getting ready to ask, the, the very ear of God is getting ready to hear. And then if you know that the very ear of God is hearing it, what? Th this is the ear of love. This is love. You're praying to love. And you're asking God for something He already wanted you to have because it's His will. He's already smiling before you get there. Right? He's like Grandpa that's got the money. He's here. How much money you grandkids need? Huh? He's smiling before they walk in the door. Why? Because he's going to bless them. God knows. It's, it's, it's His will. And now you're asking for something He already wants you to have. And you know that He hears you. And because you know it, because it says, and if we know, if we know that He hears us, how many know that God hears you? How many know? Do you got to know that you know God hears you? I, but you don't know what I've done, brother. I don't care what you've done. God will hear you. Repent. He'll hear you. Repent. And then He'll hear you. You know how long repentance takes? That long. That's how long it takes. You're a step away from the will of God all the time. Or you're in it. Amen? Repentance. Right there. There I am. I'm right back. There I was. I messed up. Lord, I messed up. I'm back. You know what? You spent way too long a step away. Why, why would we want to stay a step away from God's will when we can be in it all the time? Right? 
If we just know what His will is for us, if, if, if we could just vision, envision everything He wants for us, every good and perfect gift He has for us, we'd never step to one side or the other. Because we'd always know we were right where we needed to be. Everything we'll ever want or need is right here in the presence of God, in His will. Amen? Amen. And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask. (laughs) What do you need tonight? What do you need tonight? Did you find it in His Word? Did you put it in your heart? Did you say it with your mouth? Did you believe it before you said it? Then it's yours. Stand to your feet. Glory to God. You know, I don't, I don't know what people came here in need of tonight. But you know what? One of the, one, the verse after this, um, verse says, if you see a brother uh, in sin, pray for him. What's he saying? You know what? Act in love. The first act of asking me could be one act of love. Maybe, maybe you don't know what you need tonight, but you know other people that need something. Amen? But everybody came here to believe God. Amen? To find His will. To ask, ask for something of Him. And it doesn't make Him upset that you're asking. It makes Him happy. Amen? He loves it when we ask Him for something that we know He wants us to have. And He loves it when we ask anything in faith. Because He knows He's getting ready to get it to us. So close your eyes. If you came here tonight, you got a need in your body. Maybe your house has been going nuts. Maybe your marriage needs some help. I don't know what's going on in everybody's life. God does. And it's His will that you see the goodness of God here and now. It would be His will for you to walk out of here without that pain. It would be His will for you to walk out of here in more peace than you've ever known in your whole life. It would be His will to take care of that bill. It would be His will to give you provision. It would be His will to do good to you all the days of your life. So ask Him. Right now, take the time and ask Him. Every person in here, ask Him. You're in faith right now. We've refreshed. We've hit the refresh button on our faith. And right now we're in faith to receive from God whatever whatever we would ask because we know it's His will. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Lord, I pray for every person in this place, in Sarasota, watching by Internet. Lord, I pray whatever need, whatever's going on in their life, whatever they would ask, I pray that the faith that's been built in them tonight, that has been refreshed and renewed, would grab hold of that Word that they've been storing in their heart and not using, but now they'll use that Word and they'll believe what you said, that it's your Word, and they'll begin to receive their health. They'll begin to receive their life. They'll not be afraid. They'll believe and they'll receive those things that you have for them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And if you've asked according to His will, you know that He's heard you now. And if you know that He's heard you, you now know. There's people all over this place in Sarasota watching on the Internet, and you now know for a fact 
for a truth that you have what you just asked for. Don't let the devil or any demon in hell steal it from you. Don't let religious tradition or some well-meaning friend steal it from you. It's according to His will and it's yours. Have it. Keep it. Hold it. Trust Him. Trust Him. And you'll never be made ashamed. Glory to God. You guys got a song? Thank you. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. never failed us? <laughs> so you say, well, Brother Dave, I've experienced failure. You may have, but it wasn't because of God. He ain't never failed, and He ain't never gonna. Amen? He never will fail you. If we'll trust Him, everything He said we have, everything He's bought for us through the precious blood of Jesus Christ, it's ours. It's a free gift. Just reach out your great big faith hands and scoop it up because it's yours. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Uh, altar care workers, come forward here and in Sarasota. Thank you, Lord. If you, if you came here tonight, maybe you didn't know Jesus. and Man, He's sounding real good to you right now. He's sounding real good to me right now. I know that. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. Maybe you maybe you got other things going on in your life. Maybe you just want somebody to pray and ask for God's will with you tonight. You can pray with these people. They'll pray in faith. They'll pray in faith. They're trained by the Holy Spirit to pray in faith. So if you need some, don't leave here because people are being dismissed and walking out. Come down here and let these people pray with you. Amen? Amen. My faith has been refreshed. Well, I tell you what, we've been hearing, glory to God, we've been hearing good faith preaching over and over and over again. Let's start listening with a heart. Let's start letting it all the way in. Let's not stop it up with religious tradition or or condemnation or some other junk. Let's, Let's keep the pipe clear so it can just flow right in us and then speak it right back out. Amen? Glory to God. Well, Sunday morning, we're having church again. Everybody coming back? Oh, I look forward to seeing you. You were pretty today. You'll be prettier then. Thank you, Lord. Well, 9 o'clock here, 10 o'clock in Florida. Uh, wherever you are on the Internet, whatever time it is that time, that's what time it's going to be there. That's right. East, west, coast, across the nation, whatever world, you'll be there. Amen? Glory to God. Let's go out. Believe God and live a life worthy of the call. Amen? They'll sing. We'll be dismissed as they do. We love you all.